Blog Talk Radio. can't say 
get you in, investigated real fast. Uh, does that fall under free speech? Or should there be limitations on what you can and cannot say? Or should, better yet, should I say, against certain individuals and organizations? So those are some of the things we're going to be talking about today. And um, as I said before, I want to hear what you have to say on this subject as well. But before we do all that, let's go ahead and, and, and knock the little, our, our little normal day activities out the way. We're going to go and knock the song of the day out for you. Uh, a simple song by Naked Roots called Good Day. It's a good, feel-good song, and some of y'all out there probably need to feel a little better about themselves and what's going on in your day. So without further ado, here's your song of the day, Naked Roots, A Good Day. See y'all in about four minutes. Let's begin now. I woke up this morning And I said You know Instead of Waiting for a good day to happen You know Waiting around The ups and downs You know I, I just said Look
All right. That was your song of the day. Good day by Nappy Roots, man. I tell you, nice song, nice song, nice feel-good song. Something, just a little something, something to get you moving around. You know what I mean? You ain't got to do much. Yeah, don't have to do much. Just enough. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right. So welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. As I said before, I'm your host, Mr. Talk, and uh, P. Ross won't be with us today. So it's just me and you. Just me and you getting it on, talking about free speech and a couple of other things I got going on here that I want to talk to you about today because, you know, sometimes we have to talk about those things. You know what I mean? With everything that's going on in the world today, it all it all goes with free speech. It all starts with speech. Free speech. Say, what is free speech? You know, what is free speech? I guess that's that's the the ultimate question that we'll be asking today. What is free speech? But before we get into the main, main topic, let me bring you a couple of other nuggets here that's, that's quite interesting. Um, <laughs> here's here's a, a very interesting thing that I found that I, I just couldn't resist talking about because it, it's quite funny. To me, it is. More than 7,000 people have signed a petition to sell. Now, listen to this now. To sell Montana to Canada for $1 trillion and use the proceeds to pay down the U.S. national debt. Okay? <clears throat> All right. So, you know, it, it's interesting that <laughs> there's actually some people out there that will want to sell not one but a couple states to um, to Canada <laughs> for um, the, the help pay off of debt. The, the national debt, which is right now stands at 22, I think it's 22 trillion or something like that. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, uh, you know, to get rid of one state, and some of the comments about this say, some of the comments are, are quite hilarious. They really are. They, 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 oh, man, they are hilarious. Um, Let's see. What, let me see what it says. Um, one person said, I'm a Canadian, and I think Montana people would be better off. You know, some one person said, I'm a Montanian and really hope that becoming Canadian makes me a nicer person. What kind of mess is that? <laughs> and somebody said, Montana really is useless and throw in Idaho. Man, really? And then here's another somebody said, can Texas be sold too? Asking for a friend. Can Texas come too? Asking for Texas. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's interesting that somebody want to sell a whole state. A whole state. That's crazy. To pay off a, a, a debt, our national debt, which is quite interesting because the, the individuals in charge right now, that's part of what they ran on. You know, to cut, to cut the national debt. Y'all remember those promises that were made? They don't cut the national debt. You know, it's out of control, and we need to do something about it. Well, since they've been in charge, it has been going up and up and up. So 
now people, uh, citizens are taking it in their own hands and say, hey, let's sell some states. That way we can take care of it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think selling the state of Montana is going to help too much, really. It's not going to help that much. It really isn't. But it's interesting. You know, I mean, if you're going to sell some states, why not Montana, uh, Idaho? Hey, throw Utah in, too. Why not? All of them up there in the northern part of the country, hey, they're going to sell them all. Let's see how much we can get for them. Then everybody is not happy the way things are going right here. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be a Canadian. Then they can get better health care, so some people say. I, I don't know, man. I, I just thought it was quite funny myself. That's why I mentioned it. Selling Montana for $1 trillion to pay down the national debt to Canada. Sell Montana to Canada for $1 trillion. Anybody going to buy in Montana? Anybody want to buy Montana? In that case, then let some of the celebrities buy Montana. And they take the proceeds and, and, and move them on toward the national debt. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, so far, 7,000 people signed the petition, y'all. So I guess somebody thought it was a good idea to sell Montana to Canada. I don't think Texas is going to go to Canada, though. I don't think that's going to happen. Um <laughs> This is just crazy. I, I can't believe somebody actually came up with that. But that goes to show you there's something for everybody, right? There's something for everyone. I've never been to Montana, so I can't tell you whether it's a good idea or not. You know, never been there. Don't know much about it. Except for it's up north. That's all I can tell you. It's up north. And as far as being up north, that's it. And that's it. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you about it. You know, maybe maybe I could talk to somebody who lives in Montana and they they'll they'll explain to me what makes Montana so great and should they be allowed to sell it to Canada. You know, that'd be interesting in the map then, huh? Because then you have part of Canada coming down and well I guess you have to take Montana out and then you have a little funny little curve in the top of the United States of America, right? Hey, then there's some, some more border walls that have to be put up, right? <laughs> Y'all see how I played that right on in there? Yeah, there'd be some more border walls that have to be put up. <laughs> since, I mean, since, you know, the big thing is about border walls anyway right now. Yeah, hey, why not? Why not? Now, today we got a topic that says, what is free speech? And, 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 you know, what is free speech, y'all? What is free speech? You know, everybody can say, well, you know, free speech is uh, the ability to say what you want, when you want, how you want. Okay. But the question then leads to, if that is the case, then why can't we do that already? Right? Why can't we do that already? Why can't we say what we want to, when we want to, how we want to? Why can't we do that? Now we we are we do understand them. I I've, I've mentioned them um, 
here on the show that there are certain terms that you cannot use without the possibility of being investigated while having somebody come knocking on your door, you know, wondering, you know, what are your what is your meaning behind what you have said? And in today's society, we know if you say certain terms, um, you say certain things on airliners, uh, trains, any mode of transportation, is liable to get you locked up. So, to what extent do we, as humans, have free speech? And I guess you say here, let, let's let's narrow it down a little bit because you can say the world. But let's narrow it down to here in the United States. You know, to what extent do we really have free speech? Huh? What? 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 Now, <clears throat> what is freedom of speech? Freedom of speech is a principle that supports the freedom of an individual or a community to articulate their opinions and ideas without fear of retaliation, censorship, or legal sanction. Okay, that that's the definition, basically, uh, of what freedom of speech is, or free speech, or how however you want to say it. Um, and supposedly it's covered by the First Amendment in the Constitution, right? Okay, so we know that part of it, but are we really, really, really? Really allowed to have free speech? Are we allowed to have free speech? Talking here right now on the air to to you individuals, can I really say what I want to say without fear of retaliation or being investigated or even having my airtime pulled? Can I really do that? And, of course, we know what the answer is, right? For those that don't, the answer is no. I cannot. Because of the aforementioned uh, keywords that cannot be used openly without fear of investigation or retaliation. Ultra-sensitive society standards that are in place today you just can't say anything you want to say anymore for fear that you will hurt someone's feelings, some group would be offended, and you'd be put in handcuffs and led away or sued. Which brings us back to the original question, what is free speech then? Do we really have free speech? Did was there ever such thing as free speech? I guess it's the question. Did it ever exist? Now, the First Amendment of the United States Constitution declares, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peacefully to assemble and to petition the government. Okay. <laughs> Did y'all get all that? Did y'all get all that? That's why I'm waiting for it to load, though. 
But that 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 is. Hold on, hold on. No, I don't hear. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um. Yeah. Oh man, what is free speech? This is a I, y'all notice I'm not I'm not rushing right. I'm not rushing through this because there's no need to rush through it. There's no need to rush through it. It is it is not. When you start talking free speech, is it's interesting that uh, the history. You know, isn't it, isn't it interesting that everything we have has a history to it, whether we want to admit it or not. The only thing a lot of us know is what. The, the First Amendment or the Second Amendment says, but we only know the beginning of it, right? Yeah, we only know the beginning. We we don't know the, 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 what started it, where did it came from, what caused the amendment to be done, to be written. We don't. But the question is, out of all through history, all through history, was there ever a time where free Truly free speech was allowed. Now, you can go through history and say, yeah, 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 yeah. However, however, if you go back, if you fast forward to today's society, we know there is no such thing as free speech. There is no thing as free speech. Because anything we say, depending on who we say it to and how we say it, is going to be limited and taken apart and censored. Especially if you're recording, doing any type of shows or anything like that, for others to hear. And then, of course, you have the, as I mentioned before, the the ultra-sensitive society standards that we have today, where everything you say is basically going to hurt somebody's feelings, because it's just not right. It's just not popular for you to say this type of thing. So, what happened to the free speech? What happened to the ability to to actually sit back, have a candid and truthful conversation with someone without worrying about hurting their feelings or Somebody beating down your door in the middle of the night, taking you in, and asking you eight million questions why you said so-and-so about such and such a person. Right? Now, at any time doing this, I'm talking to you. You feel like you want to comment or, or correct me on something? That's no problem. I have no problem with that. 347 838 that's the number. Just call in, press one on your keypad, and I'll bring you in. We can talk about this thing. That's, I'm not rushing. I, I'm not in no, no big rush. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I have nowhere to go for the next two hours or so. Okay. Uh, let's think about that. Free speech. Free. And you know they have that commercial on now. Y'all, y'all know that that text commercial, the free, 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 free. And we have gotten so accustomed to that word free that 
once we hear hear that in front of anything, we think that is the ultimate, and there's nothing nothing that uh no limitations. There's no limitations to it, right? There's no limitations. Shouldn't be. It's free. It's free. Anything's free means there's no limitations. You get to it, get it, and it's yours. But include how we talk, how we respond, how we criticize. Does it? Does that include all that? I don't know. I don't think it does. Not today. Now, maybe back in the day it did at one time or another, and it had to be a long, long time ago. A long, long time ago. Free, unobstructed. Yeah. You know, and free has so many different definitions, man. Wow. Having political independence, a free nation governed by consent and possessing civil liberties. I mean, there's just so many dang on definitions of it, of the word free in in itself. So where did the term come from then? Where did the term free speech come from? Who started that? Why was it started? Huh? Why was it started? You know, you you go back into the the colonies. You know, free speech was hey, free speech was really limited back then, very restrictive. There was actually a English common criminal criminal common law of seditious libel, which made criticizing the government a crime. Hey, this is back. What, 17, 18th century, 1704? Yeah. And they explained, the, the, uh, it was explained by Lord Chief Justice John Hope. Said, for it is very necessary for all governments that the people should have a good opinion of it. The objective truth of a statement in violation of the libel law was not a defense. Okay, and until 1694, England had an elaborate system of licensing. No publication was allowed without the accompaniment of the government-granted license. So even back, say, in the beginning of this country, because, you know, we actually fell under English law for a long time, and in some cases still are, um, you had to have a government license. To say certain things Or do certain things Isn't that interesting That's interesting isn't it So what's going on With this free speech thing So If that's the case why did we expect Anything different Now Because basically it's still in effect We still are censored by what we can say Right Of course we are all right, hold on for a minute. I got somebody who want to join me here. 
let's have this conversation. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What you got for me? Hey, Eric, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Joe. How are you? Uh, see, I know we're going to have a good conversation now. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're talking uh-huh. about free speech, right? Yes, sir. Well, okay. It's, it's an interesting part of history, what you just read. I didn't know about that, but knowing the history of the United States and the history of other countries, it's not surprising that citizens have all have often been shackled in terms of speech, because I've um, mm-hmm. I've said this before about if you can control, I call it the, you will know, the domestication of a nation. If you know the docility of their tongue, now I made that up because mm. I happen to like the phraseology that they used back in the 16th, 17th century. So I made that up because if we can shackle. If we can restrict people from talking, from expressing themselves, then that's a great, not we, but they, then that's a great way of preventing uh, people from getting together and overthrowing um, a corrupt government. So speech is extremely important. Mm-hmm. You know, and if we don't have it, then, you know, we might as well just hang it up because... The tyrants always took away the guns, and they always took away speech. And books, too, later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You know? That is true. So, you know, that's why, you know, I I like, um, you know, blog talk, radio. Talk about Facebook and Twitter, because I'm not saying talk about it. I'm saying if you look at um, Facebook and Twitter, what have they done? They've become the greatest platforms in the world in terms of non-governmental platforms for people to express themselves. And then once they got large and people started depending upon social media, <coughs> excuse me, what do they do? They started censoring conservative points of view. You can't mm-hmm. criticize the government. You can't criticize liberal points of view. Otherwise, you would get banned. They've done it to Alex Jones. They've done it to other um, conservative um, luminaries. So mm-hmm. this is this is you know we're in the twilight hour here. Mm, the twilight hour. Yeah, we are at the precipice. All it takes is just mm. a little shove, and all and all of America is going right down the tubes. <laughs> I like the way they're going. <clears throat> yeah, well, okay, we may be there. <laughs> you know, because of political correctness, what can we, you know, people can't say anything anymore. And there's a difference between being an insulting person and being somebody who wants to freely express your mind. Right. I think citizens, exactly. citizens have the right to say, in my house, on my ranch, you have to abide by certain rules. But the government can't come along or shouldn't come along, and according to our Constitution, it's not allowed to come along and tell you what to say, what to think, and what to do. But mm-hmm. they've been doing it. Yeah, and getting away with it. Oh, yeah. Getting yeah. away with it. Yeah. 
But then doesn't that does that lend to the, 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 the idea that free speech is in uh is only defined by the government that's in charge then? Oh absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. And, and and depending on what that interpretation is, you can have some you know, a whole lot of trouble. Well, take a look at the right? Me Too movement. I mean, all they had to do was say, he groped me, I was uncomfortable about being around him, at least. A lot of people resigned. Mm. That's true. That's true. They did not hesitate, did they? No. <laughs> no, it could, it could mean that they actually did it, but so what? To be groped, I mean, I'm not talking about the women who were raped. I'm talking about the women who were um, not allowed to leave an office or not allowed to leave a building. I'm talking about women who just say, he touched my breast. He groped my ass. He tried to kiss me. Well, no kidding. And if he didn't, you'd be, um, you'd be writing about him saying, well, here I, there I was, available, and this man couldn't do what he was supposed to be doing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> now, here's 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 something um, some things that I don't think people are really aware of as far as freedom of speech mm-hmm. um, that we we can see in effect today. Um, the freedom of speech includes the right not to speak, specifically the right not to salute the flag. And that um, case was West Virginia Board of Education versus Barnett, 1943. And, you know, we, we didn't have a whole lot of that going on, right? Yeah, I that's what it says yeah. it right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of students to wear black armbands to school to protest a war. Students do not have to shed their constitutional rights at the schoolhouse gate. You know, that's the case, Tinker versus Des, Des Moines, 1969. To use certain offensive words and phrases to convey political messages, Coyne versus California, 71. I mean, if you go and actually read some of these things, you're like, wow. Wow. Well, not only Hickle that, one sure. to engage to, mm-hmm. one to engage in symbolic speech, e.g. burning the flag in protest. Texas versus Johnson. Right. 1989 and the United States versus Eichmann, 1990. Now, and that's that's what is freedom of speech includes the right. Ain't that something? Well, you know, a lot of people were forward and against the burning of the flag. I'm a person who believes that it's worth it to be able to burn the flag if you're mm-hmm. allowed to freely speak your mind, as opposed to saying, well, no, the flag is so sacred that if you burn it, that means you're committing a felony. Now, I think anybody mm-hmm. who burns, well, not anybody, but I think a lot of people who are burning the flag are doing so um, out of a misunderstanding of what's going on around in society. But that still gives them the right to express themselves. And if they want to burn the flag, it's a piece, you know, it's um, it, it's very symbolic of what this, this country is supposed to be. But it's also just a piece of, um, of linen that, okay, you burnt the flag. All right, fine. You've, you've made your statement. 
you're against certain governmental policies or you're against the establishment, fine. Mm-hmm. You know? But, no, free speech is, 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 is very important. Pretty soon they're going to be taking away the right to, uh, to assemble. Oh, that is easy. But remember a couple of, what, when they had the, uh, the ranchers out there in Wyoming, was it Wyoming? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, when they had the one little area roped off, with, oh, that's the only place they could protest at. You know, they couldn't come beyond that point or they <laughs> were going to be arrested. Oh, yeah, you remember yeah, that? right. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, we've already seen instances where that has happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that mm. has happened. You know, and, and here's why I brought this brought topic up today, because mm-hmm. our friend Clarence Thomas, you know, he really doesn't say much. He hasn't said much since he's been on the dang on Supreme Court. Uh-huh. Well, he has finally spoken, and he has called for reconsideration of the landmark libel bill. He announced last Tuesday that he would completely rewrite the law of defamation. You know, and it's based on the court refusal to hear the case McKee versus Cosby and the New York Times versus Sullivan. Uh-huh. You know, and let's not forget the, the uh, 45. He decided, you know, during his campaign that he was going to open up libel laws during his campaign for president. And we already know. He has said if he could, he would sue a whole lot of people, including a whole lot of news organizations, for libel for some yeah. of the things they have, they have said against him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for Clarence <laughs> Thomas, he, 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 interesting. It was really an interesting thing that he said. Um, let's see, what did he say here? That. It prohibits a public official from recovering damages for a defamatory falsehood unless they can show that the statement was made without knowledge that it was false and with reckless disregard of whether it was false or not. No other member of the court, you know, decided to win him on this one. Um, The New York Times, with the case of New York Times versus Sullivan, um, it involved an Alabama lawsuit that tried to impose crippling costs on the vulnerable newspaper as they published an advertisement seeking support for the civil rights movement and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s legal defense. The ad contained some factual errors, some of which were quite minor. It claimed, for example, that Southern officials arrested Dr. King seven times, when in fact he only been arrested four times. Due to these errors, an Alabama police commissioner won a $500,000 jury verdict against the Times. The Supreme Court reversed this verdict, holding that the Times did not publish the ad with reckless disregard of whether it contained false statements. Thomas, however, objects to New York Times' decision because he claims it does not apply the First Amendment as it was understood by the people who ratified it. Okay, um, yeah. He, he did. He wrote his little summary. You know, you know how they write a whole bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And McKee against Cosby. That, that was that girl who wanted to sue Cosby um, because she said that lawyer um, tried to defame her and turn her into a lie about some statements she made about him. Um, 
The bulk of Thomas McKee opinion recites harsh libel laws that existed under old common law of libel. To prevail in a civil suit, a defamed individual typically only needed to prove a false written publication that subjected him to hatred, contempt, or ridicule. The question of whether the person who published the statement did so recklessly was largely irrelevant. Truth traditionally was not a defense to libel prosecutions. The crime was intended to punish provocations to a breach of the peace, not the falsity of the statement. Thus, a journalist or anyone else with a platform, for that matter, could face criminal prosecutions even if their reporting is 100% accurate, which I find that very interesting in itself. You know, Thomas concludes his opinion by suggesting the federal court should remove all limits on state libel laws. The states, according to Thomas, are perfectly capable of striking an acceptable balance between encouraging robust public discourse and providing a meaningful remedy for reputational harm. Yep, that's it. That's Clarence, what Clarence, Clarence Thomas said last Tuesday. Mm. Last Tuesday. <clears throat> you know, so, you know, especially when you talk about libel, because as I said, because we know that that person you have in charge now, he's always talking about trying to sue somebody. That's how he made his living suing someone. You know, say the wrong thing, you you in court. Yeah. And then end up settling and he gets what he wants. So, with that being said, if these laws were to be rewritten in, in a way to where Clarence Thomas says it needs to be rewritten, would that be a good thing or a bad thing as far as free speech? Well, even if, say, even on, uh, on, on um, platforms like here on Blog Talk Radio, where we say certain things, of course, y'all know I use my code words for a reason, but if we say certain mm-hmm. things, would that mean we could be held liable for some of the things we're said as well? Oh, sure. But uh, let's get back uh, to Trump. When Trump, okay. um, what I think Trump has said with regards to libel is that if a, a newspaper has the authority and they have the right of freedom of press, but they don't have the right, the right to lie, if they're going to make stories about him in particular, make sure they're the truth. And if they're going to give an opinion, let the readers know that it's an opinion so that the readers don't think that what they're reading is the actual truth. Because a lot of times when you read the Washington Post and the New York Times, anything the president does, they always have some adjective describing it that makes him look like he's in despair, he's an idiot, or he's at conflict with his um, supporters or at, uh, with his cabinet. And, yeah. you know, stop stop using adjectives about situations when you don't know what the situation is about, unless you want to give an opinion. Now, the same hit pieces that they used against Trump would be fine if they said this is a New York Times editorial opinion. Then people can mm-hmm. say this is their opinion. But don't, let, don't write it on a day-to-day basis that, well... Trump is having uh, problems with his Secretary of State, 
and people have said that he and the Secretary of State um, are are uh, are in conflict with each other to an alarming degree. Well, you don't know if they're in conflict with each one another to begin with, and you don't know that they're right. in conflict to an alarming degree. If you want to say it, make it an opinion. Don't state it as though it was fact. So I'm with Trump on that. Um, mm-hmm. And with libel, from what I understand, I could be wrong. I thought libel was only worthwhile, um, was only a suit that could be won if the lawsuit proved that the um, that the defendant was somebody who defamed the plaintiff, uh, yeah, defamed the plaintiff, and it cost the plaintiff money or it hurt their reputation. So if somebody, so if you, if I sue you because of what you say to me, and it doesn't cost me any, um, what you said about me, it didn't cost me any money, and I didn't have a reputation to begin with, then, you know, you should win the suit because it would be considered a frivolous suit. Can you imagine how many times Beasley would go to jail if he were to be <laughs> truly, you know, brought up on charges of libel and stuff? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's see. What is a libelous statement? Libels is the written or broadcast form of a defamation distinguished from slander, which is an oral defamation, is a tort civil wrong making the person or entity like a newspaper, magazine, or political organization open to a lawsuit for damages by the person who can prove the statement about him or her was a lie. So there it is right there. Yeah. Or yeah. Or what I don't or, like, but if I had if I had a show, I would ban Beasley uh-huh. because what Beasley <laughs> did, I would not because he's contentious. Um, that could make for good radio. Like, you know, I would call it the comedy hour if people wanted to, you know, bang back and forth. But what he did, he actually spent money to find out about all facts and found out some. I don't want to reveal all facts business, but it was it was it was public business because it was done in the courts. But he took that information and he spread it around Blog Talk Radio. Now he had no business doing that. He doxed them. He doxed all facts. Found out some um, some facts about all facts, and then started telling mm-hmm. people about his past. That's not something, you know, that's not, that's not what Blog Talk Radio was for. Or if you take Perry Steele. Perry Steele, I might block him if I had a show because, and I thought he was an interesting um, uh, show host. He knew his foreign policy, but when he got drunk, he was nasty. But even besides that, what happened was one time when he got drunk, he never liked the angry Jew. So what he did publicly is that he called up the angry Jews' parents on air. But the parents weren't home, so he got their answering machine. And he left a message about, your son is a pain in the ass, or something like that, on their answering machine. 
Now, they don't have, you know, that's not his business to do that. And, you know, why is he dragging in the angry Jews' parents into a little blog talk skirmish? Keep people out of it. You know, these yeah, are I agree with you on that one. You know, so these are the kind of things that would make me ban people uh, because they're, they're not using free speech wisely, and maybe they're allowed to do it, but they're encroaching on other people's rights of privacy. People have a right to privacy. It's like, I don't like the paparazzi. Yeah, I think it's interesting that they give us information about the uh, the celebrities like Britney Spears or anybody else that they follow around from day to day. But I believe, and I don't blame Sean Penn at all, when he used to uh, try to knock out reporters and try to knock out the paparazzi. Because everybody has a right to privacy. That's true. That's true. So, what, what, okay, so is that example where free speech actually interferes with, with privacy and it is, you can say, you know, that's a little bit too much freedom as far as what can and can't be done or said or reported? I'm well, if sure. I really to, don't like to talk privacy myself. Huh? If you don't like somebody, if you're going to tell, you know, if you're going to lie about them, absolutely. But if you're going to just dig up the truth, and spread the truth around because you know that it would embarrass people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think then if the courts are going to allow something like that because the, whoever spreading the truth around, um, you know, may not be a violation of free speech because it's telling the truth. But I also think that if the person they're talking about happens to knock their teeth out, that they shouldn't be held liable either. Interesting. So when should it be censored then? Or should it ever be censored? Well, you know, the way it is now, you can't lie and you can't say, oh, there's a fire in an open theater. Um, you know, I mean, you can't use yeah. it to you can't use it to provoke violence for no reason. Right. No, you can't do that. <laughs> but then again, We've known, we do know it has been done uh, by Mr. Smith, you know, but of oh, course yeah. that'd be one thing to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be one thing to prove it, but we know it's been done. You know, oh, um, sure. and that goes, goes to what back, as I was saying earlier, you know, certain keywords that you cannot use that would have you investigated or you know, somebody knocking on your door real fast. You know, depending on, yeah. You know, so is that a a sort of censorship or denial of the free speech? Oh, yeah. Oh, what about the seven deadly words that George Carlin used to talk about decades ago? You know, (laughs) that the FCC banned, you can't say certain words on the air, but if you were a a comic in in a club, you could curse. So that doesn't yeah. make much sense to me, you know. If you can say it in a club, you can say it on the air. Uh, yeah. I mean, you would think. However, 
let's be honest, and when we mentioned this before, even with the, the sensitive individuals society we have today, even if you say it in the club, you know, there are some instances where some patrons get upset about that. You know, I heard one comedian say, you know what, no, this is my job. If you don't like it, don't come, you know. Yeah. You pay for it, and if you pay for it, you should understand, you know, my my comedy, number one, my routine, and some of the stuff I'm going to say. If you just buy tickets blind and you get here and don't like what I'm saying, then that's not on me. That's on you because you failed to do your research. Oh, but then you start a big, yeah, then you start a big thing because you don't like what I said. Or, here it is, here it is right here, Joe. In the case of Kevin Hart, when he's supposed to host the Oscars, and somebody went back 10, 11 years about him saying something about the LGBTQRSTU movement. <laughs> yeah. You know, 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, and there's a big think about that. I'm like, what is, what, the guy's a comedian. Comedians, and, you know, so where, where does free speech start and where does free speech end then? Because oh, these yeah. guys are comedians. See what I'm saying? That's how they make their living. I know plenty of comedians that make jokes about, you know, uh, homosexuals, uh, lesbians, you know, uh, uh, transsexuals, whatever they want to call themselves these days. You know? And now all of a sudden, you know, you're limited how they make their money because now we live in an ultra-sensitive world, society. That's not right. That's not right. I agree with you. I don't think that I don't know, um, I remember reading a little bit about Hart and saying, you know, going back 10 years and saying something, he did, yeah, he, he said something kind of mild, like he didn't want to be around uh, homosexuals yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Right, or if his son, his son, he came in his son was playing with a dog, you know, he'll punch his son in the face or something of that nature. No, no, no. And I don't know, and honestly, I don't know no real man that probably wouldn't feel the same way. Better not walk in and catch my child playing with no dog. That don't make me homophobic, you know. But in this case, he used that as a part of his comedy routine, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, ten years people, later, yeah. for him to be held accountable yeah. for saying stuff like that, it's just not right, huh? Go ahead. Well, yeah, well, what what uh, what the LGBT people are talking about is that he's trying to promote homophobia. Um, I think um, what he's saying is, I don't like certain types of people. I, uh, I don't think he's advocating violence, and I think he has the right to say that. I think people have to, it's like, I, you know, I've been saying on your show for years, I happen to believe in um, mutual segregation and mutual integration. I think if blacks don't want to be with whites and whites don't want to be with blacks, they should be allowed not to. And if whites want to be with blacks and blacks want to be with whites, that should also be allowed, but that should be up to the individual people, not done by government mandate. Now, what Hart said, even though it was 10 years ago, it, yeah, it was insensitive. Yeah, he doesn't like uh, homosexuals. That's his right to say so. But if you're, but I don't like it. Now, you're not going to like this. I don't like it when people use the Bible to say something is wrong because it's in the Bible, you know. I think homosexuality may or may not be an aberration of nature, you know, and I think a person should say, I don't like it, but to say God will condemn those people 
Well, that was the same thing that was used against blacks years ago when they, you know, people were saying, you know what, God, if God wanted these people to be on the planet, he would have made them white. So you can always use the Bible as a reference to promote hate. I think if a person says, I'm a black person, I don't want to be around Italians. Now, it might offend a lot of Italians, <laughs> but the black person has the right to say, I don't want to be with you people. Hmm. You know what, Joe? Mm-hmm. You, make some, you make a lot of sense. You make a whole lot of sense there. You know, and basically what it comes down to, the individuals that's involved in interpretation of what's being said or how they hear it. Because it doesn't necessarily have to be said uh, in the way that somebody heard it. But just because they heard it a certain way, then, you know, yes, it, it, it's bad news then. We got we got, we have problems. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. That's just the yeah. interpretation of the law. That's, that's like the Me Too movement again. I mean, like, I'm feeling uncomfortable because of what he said. Well, what he, well, can you imagine if me and May were working together in an office? Everything no, I would, or me, Miss Lady, <laughs> everything I would say would piss them off. Oh, I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> y'all have to, y'all definitely would have to be on different sides of the side of the building. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus! Everything yeah. I would say would be, now, Joe, you know you can't <laughs> say that, you know. <laughs> Good. I'd be fired. I'd be fired. I'd be fired two minutes after I took lunch. <laughs> you know what? That that tickles me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you imagine this lady complaining about me? Joe is so sporty. He is so condescending. You know, because of what he said about blah blah blah. And then Mays would come along and say. Well, you know, Joe is this way, and um, I don't, I don't agree with what Joe's saying, and therefore Joe isn't, isn't the, um, isn't the opinion of everybody in the office, and I think he should be fired. You know, geez, just because they're uncomfortable with what I said, even though what I said, either is the truth, or mm-hmm. it's the truth as I see it, but I'm not advocating violence or, um, or violence. You know, but. Just because I don't like him, I don't like her. Let's get rid of them. That's what it's all going to. That's what it's boiling down to. I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Mm. Mm. (laughs) You know, and you know, being that we're in the quote unquote 21st century, do you think there has there is more of a a a Emphasis placed on it now on, on interpretations more than actually the, the right to have free speech. Well, it's, it's political correctness. It's saying you can't have free speech because you might offend somebody. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are walking around in eggshells because they don't want to be accused of either being Islamophobe, uh, Islamophobic, um, nationalophobic, homophobic. A racist, etc. But if you 
you know, I don't think anybody should say something just to get, um, just to be contentious in an office setting. But if a person mm-hmm. and another are in the lunchroom when they're having a conversation, and somebody, and this has happened, I believe, and people have overheard the conversation, and they've said that conversation is inappropriate, well, you shouldn't have been listening to them in the first place. Hmm. That's true. I agree. I I agree with that. I agree. But isn't the but let's be honest, isn't that like how a lot of things get started though? Just that same way somebody hears overhears a conversation and don't and, and instead of getting the context of what's being said, they just hear certain parts of it and run with that, which creates a bigger issue than what the, than it actually was in the beginning. Absolutely. You put a you Yeah. You expressed it as the hammer hits the nail right on the head. <laughs> I have my moment. <laughs> yeah, it, it was right to the point. Somebody hears something, yeah. takes it out of context, runs with it, and now all of a sudden there's a big uproar over nothing. Over nothing? Yeah. Over nothing. Yeah. Wow. So, let me ask this question. Um, if you want to comment on anything me and Joe talking about right now, uh, we talk about free speech. That's probably what we probably talk about for the whole show. Maybe dip into a couple of other things, but mainly this is what we talked about. The number is 347-838-8622. Sorry, chat room is not open. It's doing its own thing today. Um, and so that's the only way you can do it. Or you can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com. All right. So. Because I got me and Joe, we hanging out, we having a conversation. That's why it's called Let's Talk. <laughs> so let's let's go to the the the, the, uh, the political world. You know, where you got the, the so-called politicians. You know, what should they do about it? You know, because let's be honest, nobody who's running for office is squeaky clean. We know this. There's no way. Just because. In the rest of us that's not running for office, we're not squeaky clean either. So, with that being said, how do you get past uh, all this nonsense? Like the the, the um, lieutenant governor of Virginia right now, with the ladies coming out against him saying, you know, and we talked about this a little bit, you know, they started off kissing and this they know her head was down around his waist with his pants unbuckled or what have you. You know, now she's trying to say he sexually assaulted her or what have you. Oh, I didn't hear about um, that. Yeah. yeah. You know, because they got the governor, you know, that he's in trouble for having blackface when he was in um, college. Right. Um, the lieutenant governor, yeah, you know, he, you know, sexually assaulted, so I just explained that. Then I think they got the guy right under him. He got he had blackface on in college as well. Something right. like that. But anyway, yeah. So, right now, so the young lady said, well, I was sexually assaulted. She said, he made me uh, basically uh, uh, perform oral sex on him without my, you know, permission. Well, I want to hear uh, about that. How do you, you know, I mean, unless you've got a gun to your head or unless you're you're threatening to be uh, fired. I want to hear about how that's done. That's, 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 see, and that was my take on it as well. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. So she said he took and forced his hand, forced her head down 
and she had noticed that he had unbuckled his belt and lowered his pants down. Oh, we talked about that. Is that the one with the blowjob? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I said, you know, I don't see how that could happen without your consent because I would have chomped down, hit him in the nuts, did something. I mean, really? Really? Oh, yeah. That's what, yeah, I know. Absolutely. See, this is what I'm saying where, um, you know, to dovetail from that and talk about relationships, there are times when women will take on the victim role when in actuality mm-hmm. they actually wanted to do what they accused the man of forcing them to do. Because, of, you know, I, I know, look, there are women in my family who, if you tried anything with them, they would be on the phone calling the cops or grabbing the next uh, the um, the first thing that's um, right next to them, and and start beating your brains in. There was no such thing as oh 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 no oh no no no. It was about you leave me alone or you die. Mhm. Yeah. So for me, you know, for me to hear this story where, well, he took my head and you know, please. Uh, now, I, 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 you know, and, and, and don't get it wrong, y'all. I'm not advocating what the guy did, but the, the point is so, you know, no, you just, no, 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 no. I just can't, you know, I, I, I ain't going to say it like this. I'm going to clean it up. See, this is why I need um, P in here to clean up what I'm about to say. You know, for an individual uh-huh. that has had his share no, 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 no. I'm even going to go. Like I'm going to go so far and say what the guy did was correct. Why? Because women are saying, "Oh, look at toxic masculinity." But there's other women who say, "You know, a man should be a man. He should take the initiative." Um, and a lot of women <laughs> like to be, like like to be taken. Now, again, if right. he is. If she is, she could have, wasn't this in the car? Uh, no, it wasn't in the car. I don't think it was in the car. Oh, okay. I'm not, I don't think right. it was in the car. Well, it must have been on the couch. Was it in an office or a home or something like that? It was like in the office, yeah. I in the office. Had, um, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Now, if it was in somebody's house, you might be afraid of, if if I want to if I want to run out the door, he could tackle me. Who's going to hear me? You know, I'm in his house. People aren't going to believe that I that I didn't come here for sex. But in an office, oh come on, women women get men in trouble all the time for um, you know for just looking at them. You're going to say um, you're in an office. This guy's particular office. The door's closed. You're not going to hit him in the nuts. You're not going to grab a stapler or, or hit him over the head. You're not going to yell. Instead, he's got his, um, you know, his thing in your mouth. Get the f out of here, you stupid. See, you and, and, and that's, that's the thing. You have his penis in your mouth. That yeah. means. Uh, you can do a whole lot of damage, you know, and, and get get him to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he didn't have her. He didn't have her. Um, her hands tied up. She could have just. No, her hands bang- Yeah, she could have clawed his eyes out. She could have banged him right in the bull. Get the, you know, like I said, Thank get you. the f out of here. Yeah. You know. But now, some years later, 
he's lieutenant governor. Here it is, all of a sudden. Now, you know, and then now they got has the, the other, another woman that's come forward saying, it, isn't it amazing how one does it, then there's others that come out and come to find out, you know, this other one has a very checkered history. She mm-hmm. has some, um, uh, um, she's had some, um, Restraining orders placed against her. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Now, that takes a lot okay, for a man a... To, put, to put a restraining order on a woman. So, she's got yeah. several. You can assume, yeah, now, again, yeah, you can assume she's a nut job. Again, I'm saying, <coughs> excuse me, I'm saying it's an assumption, and it should be, t- you know, it should be proven in court. But when you take into consideration the culture of men versus women, men usually don't press charges. They usually don't um, go to the cops. And if several men have laid uh, levied um, injunctions or uh, restraining orders against a woman, I think you can assume, now it can't be proven, but you can assume she is a nut job. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, here's what she said. Um, the guy's Democratic Virginia Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax. Okay, she accused him of sexual assault. She said, what began as consensual kissing quickly turned into sexual assault. Mr. Fairfax put his hand behind my neck and forcefully pushed my head towards his crouch. Only then did I realize that he had unbuckled his belt, unzipped his pants, and taken out his penis. He then forced his penis into my mouth. Yeah, well, I, I was with her. Even when she said that she didn't realize he was unbuckling his pants, you can be caught up in the heat of the moment when you're kissing somebody, and, uh, you know, you don't know what they're doing with the rest of the, you know, the body, taking off shirts and pants and blouses and right, stuff like that. Right, right, right. I can agree you know, with that. Yeah. And... Um, to be to have somebody's hand behind your neck and force you down, I can understand that. And maybe you, you know, of course you don't necessarily want it to happen. But when you see, you know, you see Mr. Totem Pole there looking up at you. I don't. I don't. You think it's time for the girl to say, "Whoa, hold on a minute here." Hmm. Now. Now, <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna go and put it out there. Now, I know I've been in some instances where, you know, I know some females. You know, they turn their head, they move it up, they move it down, anything but to get that thing to go in their mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't care how how forceful you gonna push it. You know, uh uh-uh. uh, no, no. I, I'm sorry, and I'm not being, you know. Well, look, I I know exactly what you mean. I had a, I remember two girlfriends yeah. come to mind now when I first met them, first had them in my bed. They said, yeah, I'm, I'll do it. And then here they are trying all kinds of ways, you know, to avoid it because they really don't like giving blowjobs. But, right. you know, you have, you know, but you have a choice. That's um, one of them was playing too many games after about the second or third date or so. I just told her to leave, you know. And she left. Yeah. You know, so. Hmm. Listen, this happened in 2004. 
which took place in Boston at the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. I don't like this thing. I don't like this double standard crap where a woman says, oh, here I am. I'm, you know, I'm, again, I'm strong uh, and I can handle any situation. The situation comes along where your parents have taught you how to handle the situation. And you're in the situation now as a grown woman and you can't handle it. And you're going to blame the man for your for your weakness? Or you're going to blame the man because you actually did what you wanted to do and you don't want to appear to be a slut? Um, in the in the, you know um, in for the rest of the world to know. So now you're gonna say he forced me to do it, but it tasted good. <laughs> mm. Oh, or <laughs> see there you go. Or yeah. I, I mean, or now take advantage of the quote unquote Me Too movement. And all of a sudden, you know, see if you. I, I I'm not understanding that. I mean, I'm not you know. Uh, speaking ill of the lady, but it's just it, it makes no sense. But hold on, somebody else want to come in? So let's yeah. uh, let's see. All right, welcome to Trip. the show, Triple One. Yeah, well, we already you? know who it is. Hello, Mister Talk. Yeah, well, hello, Mace. How are yeah. you? And and Joe. Hello, Mace. <laughs> I'm gonna give this from I'm I'm giving this from our perspective of what some women do. Okay, and that, and she me. said they, but she said they remain friends. Now, if somebody make uh-huh. you do all of that, how could they make you remain friends? She just land for the money. You follow the money trail. You see all some of these women, because this guy was mm-hmm. in college, she was in college. Go find some other men she slept with too. Mm. And you'll find the true mm. story. But what business they was at a Democrat convention? Right, the is not coming out right. I don't know who paying them. Just like Beverly Johnson was talking about Bill Cosby, she lied. Mm-hmm. Remember when she told a lie? And then she came out and said yeah, she wasn't telling the I truth. Because she was joining all the other women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So somebody somebody wants his job, and they're doing everything to try to make him give up, and he don't seem like he's going to do it. Because you didn't do nothing wrong, you're not going to give up anyway. No. Well, he, he said, no, this is not happening. Right. And I hope he keep he said, on no, saying I'm not, no. I'm not, I'm not. Cause you know you have those groupies, groupie women, go around places looking for men like that, and then they got the nerve to say, "Oh, somebody did something to them." No, they did something well, to I someone. Mean, look, groupies, the groupies ended up getting Bill Cosby, didn't? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. They sure did. What they were. They were groupies. You so know, I'm not. But, and then last week he on again saying that they not they they just letting the go past it something is almost to the end or something and then that then they she wants to go to a hearing to have him testify on the oath. Yeah. I'm like, if you yeah. telling the truth and she want to bring some people with her. I said this ain't a setup that somebody getting ready to get slapped in the face with. Because it doesn't make any sense. Cause, and then the second one, I don't know what happened to her. And then when this R. Kelly, let me get my seal on. And so let me get my seal on R. Kelly. Now we're looking at all this Mm -hmm. stuff R. Kelly is supposed to have done. Did they say R. Kelly raped somebody? Did he rape any of those girls, or did they go willingly? No. Okay. So. Okay. So if they went with R. Kelly and you got some still with him, Mm -hmm. I'm not understanding that one either. But then when you get to these men that were trafficking these girls and stuff, 
underage, and these priests that mess with these boys, I ain't, I ain't talking about doing nothing with them. They want to put or Kelly away for, for for so many years, and they put they already put Bill away, and he having a good time in prison. And uh, who's next? A good time in prison. <laughs> I want to see them put some of these priests away that they got evidence and they know, and they sent them to another place. Oh yeah. Why don't they start putting them in jail? Absolutely. I mean, they ain't even have no subject on them. They just went. I mean, R. Kelly. This happened how many years ago? Supposedly. And then you gonna do a movie? I'm mean, saying this was a setup. Cause I was talking to somebody yeah. that watched the movie, and I said I didn't watch the movie. Don't plan on watching the movie. I ain't got nothing against R. Kelly, and I ain't got nothing for R. Kelly. But I can see that this is what's going on. He didn't rape none of those girls. Those girls came down really because we were trying to get famous. And they'll uh-huh. do anything for fame. Huh. Someone will. You're right, man. <clears throat> so somebody needs to step up and shut them down instead of this stuff that they're going around here to my Me Too. Then you got a person sitting up on the court. You got a person sitting up on the Supreme Court. But the thing he did, so why are they screaming hollering at these men? I am not getting it. And it happened to some women, and some it didn't. The group is it didn't. So all you got to do is follow their past and follow the money. I guarantee you they got some money in their account. And they need to go to jail. It's just like I said, all them years, Emmett Till died, and they they, Mm -hmm. they talked about he whistled at a woman, and the lady found out and came and told the truth. She said that he didn't whistle at her, Mm -hmm. but he was dead. Everybody believed it. That's what we see now. So the Me Too need to sit down somewhere, that's what I got to say. They need to go somewhere and sit down. Well, no, you're right. It's because... a story behind. It's a story behind some of those women, <coughs> or what they do, groupies like Mike Tyson and Robin and all this stuff, and then come oh, to find out yeah. Sean Penn was dating his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined the man career, man and crazy, and all this stuff. Everybody hated him. Yeah. Sometimes you get to sit back and look at some of this stuff that they're doing. But I think that the guy over in Virginia, I think they just want his job. Anything they're trying to do because they don't want to be sitting there. Uh, you know what, man? I agree with you. I agree with you because the Virginia was a uh, Republican hotbed until, you know, they got elected. So, of course, of course. You know, and, and like you said, yes, follow the money. Mm-hmm. Follow, follow the money trail and you shall find the truth. Because if they want to sit in here and on the old. But if they wanted to sit in the hearing on the oath, the first thing I ask you, did you take any money from anybody to do this? And if you lie, and we find out, you go to jail. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And then about this, and then and one more, the guy that whether he accused that he was getting he got beat up by somebody. Now why is he going? To, why they? Why he got to go to jail? Nobody else never went to jail for claiming that somebody. You know, the lady said the man that um killed her children and she did it herself. Yeah, it's a lot of stories like around like that, but nobody went to jail from it. Cause they should have took the lady from Emmett Till and put her in jail because he died from the last she told, and they should have went back on <clears throat> back that and then and put her in jail too. If that's the case of what they're doing to this other man in New York, and I'm saying that that's not fitting either. And I'm saying like, what are these two men with these two shirts I've got to do with with the whole? They said they had they showed them in the grocery, in the store behind. The, uh, they said they had Clorox ropes and something else. But there was no Clorox on the counter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know, Maze, when it comes to that Jesse, that Jesse's uh, Smallot, whatever his last name is, 
you know, it was something about that fishy, that story that was fishy in the beginning anyway. Yeah. And but what, what my, my attention was when they said, when, it, when the, the reports was they posed some kind of chemical on him. But when mm-hmm. they showed the pictures, there were no chemical burns whatsoever. They never said mm-hmm. where they pulled it at. Mm-hmm. But you, you understand, there was never any signs of, you know, he was out the next day. So, really, what kind of chemical was poured on you? Number but one. I'm saying the video. Now, they found the video step by step of everything. They have them, the guys in the store buying it. So I'm like, huh? All the stuff that go in Chicago, they can't never find the people that are doing it. And then they're going to show us this video of the two people purchasing stuff in the store? Something not right with that picture. He might have had a fight with somebody, but I don't think it was those two. And whoever he had a fight with, probably somebody famous that he don't want to tell. And uh, they just changing stuff and making it look that way. Hey, they are actors, right? So this drama just get thicker and thicker each and every day. And everybody's jumping on R. Kelly. As <laughs> R. Kelly did not rape anybody. Well, he ain't got nobody from no trafficking from some other country. We're talking about building a wall. That's the wall that needs to be built. The well, trafficking well, of children. Well, man, let's, let's, let's be honest. You know, they, they, they did have R. Kelly on trial before about mm-hmm. a video. Yeah, you and know, it's the same thing now. I remember because it, it was a big thing. You know, was it, was it him in the video? Was it not him? Nobody really could mm-hmm. decide. And he got off yeah. on that. So yeah. and, and let's be honest. You know, when when certain people are after you, you know, they they're not just gonna stop coming. So I don't yeah, know because who he, he who he pissed off, but mm-hmm. it must be some some powerful. He's just gonna have to pay. Because they just trying to let it go. So but, as you I know, saying, the interesting thing is he he went to jail Friday, and now the reports yeah. are he couldn't even afford to bail himself out of out of jail. Mm-hmm. He might be safe for the day now. I'm missing out. You know what, man. You you cracking a joke, but that's what I, I think no. too. He probably thinking, you know, I I'm better off if I just hang out right here and, and you know just hang out. That way I ain't got to worry they, about certain things. Then they get mad with the people that Go just ahead. don't play into this this story that they could not. I mean, these this, this fables that we looking at. They get mad because you're uh, not into that. I'm not into that. I'm saying like because if I didn't hear him kidnap no kids, I didn't hear him going. All of these people went to him. I don't care how it was, just because he was a famous person, they went to him. And I don't hear those girls complaining, and I don't hear their parents complaining, because I don't see nowhere nobody signed no one against him for messing with underage kids, except the ones that mm. the ones living in the house with him, and she said she wasn't going nowhere. Hmm. 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 Oh, it make you shake your so head. I don't know how I don't know how the madness is going to come out, but I'm not playing no role in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, honestly, I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't watch the, the little biopic on him myself. I didn't watch uh-huh. it. I didn't you either. Know, I, I, I didn't want to see it. It's supposed to come on again. It's supposed to come on again tonight. And I'm like, I'm still uh-huh. not going to watch it. You know. Yeah, um, because, but somebody that you're watching and they were talking to me, I'm like, okay. And they went, well, he did. I said, okay, you was watching this movie. But they didn't show you the part where the girls came involved with him. They didn't show where the parents were playing no role in it or how they had how it happened. They just showed you that where he was giving these little girls. I said, did he rape any of them? And I said, no, he ain't raping none of them. I said, so did you hear them complaining about? I cut Elvis Presley and Priscilla Presley. She was on the age when he married her. And mm-hmm. we wanted to really look at it just because he was famous. 
and they're little groupies. That's mm-hmm. what I need to do a, brown, a background check on the little groupies to see how stuff involves. <laughs> Backstage and all of these different things and that stuff that they do to get there. And the guy that was in the co- going to college and having fun, and 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 this one that then me too. Some of them are gonna be caught up in some me mess, and they need to go to jail for trying to ruin somebody's life. You know what? Maybe me and Mays could work in an office together. Who knows? No, we couldn't. No, we couldn't. All right. So we right. don't think the same. Okay. All right. We don't think the same. We couldn't work in an office together. All right. All right. But you expected me to say because I'm a woman, you wouldn't you didn't think I would say stuff like this. That's because I'm right. a woman. But I've been places. I mean, I'm a woman from a woman's perspective. That's what I was telling you. Because these groupies out here. You know them when you see them, so if you got a son, you better teach him how to deal with them. And then you got these women that get mad with men, and maybe he married somebody that she didn't like and thought it was going to be her, and she's still holding that grudge. Hmm. Just like you can find some that yep. he, he mistreated them, you can find some to tell the queen how he treated them like a queen. And then you can go find probably the half the football team or half the basketball team that she's going to be with, and they can tell you the same story. And if I was him, that's what I'd go get. And then she will sit down mm. and tell him to keep the money. Mm. So that's my spiel on the story. Well. And I'm glad you gave the opportunity to let it out. Story. Huh? Yeah. I, I mean, that's very insightful. Yep. Very insightful. You know, especially since you are a woman. You know, yeah. Well, well you know, all right. So. That's Oh, shut up, Joe. That 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 basically <laughs> that basically backs up what me and Joe were saying. You know, they you know, so some of this stuff they you, just have to, you, you have to really look into it. Yeah, you gotta look at huh? it for what it's worth. You have to look at it for what it's worth because that was the last one she told. Because it's like if if it was <laughs> if <laughs> I'm gonna reverse it now. So like it was a man. Could a man make you do that, Miss Talk? Yeah, no. Thank you. So well, a man can't make a woman because. <laughs> If you go, somebody gonna force you to do that, you will be going to the hospital. Well, well. And here you have to explain to everybody what happened. Yeah. Like I said, you're right. She uh, didn't get what she wanted, and somebody came to her. Oh, that was a me too, Mama, for me. Like yes, a me too. But you notice what she won't go and talk. <laughs> she won't go to no shows and talk to no people. Cause somebody, you can tell some lying mm. ass cause it. You can tell some lying ass just by looking at them. That's right. I'm, I'm a lot of them. A lot of them all. There's a lot of them. You see a lot of them. You see a lot of them sitting in front of that that boob tube lying. And I tell my husband, I look at him, he lying. The truth gonna come out. Next week, he say, oh, you can tell when people. I said, it's just a uh, something that just I can see. <laughs> the tears don't help. <laughs> and there's some more lying people that getting ready to come to a, to to an end. They can't even go for so long. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we're working on different sides of the building, I was going to invite you to lunch, but you probably say no. <laughs> who would you, who would you be in, uh, invite me to lunch for? To talk. What are you saying? <laughs> we're talking now. Have, I'm just giving you a perspective of something that you don't understand. Yeah, I'm saying well, if you I, I talk to people every day, all the time. Oh. But we don't have the same point of view, but we get along. Yeah. You don't mean I hate them. And just to tell them the truth, sometimes they don't like that either. People tell me the truth, but I just tell me the truth and keep, them, keep it moving. 
Yep. You know what? I understand things, so I have to give it to you. But, Maze, hold on. You just said something that was very, you said something that's very interesting right then. You know, maybe that's what it is. You know, put out certain things so public opinion of someone can can change from acceptable to just disdain or just complete hate. You know, for for whatever mm-hmm. reason there is, could this be a part of the reason? A lot of this yes. is coming up now. You got to give me a, you got to show me a reason to hate something for real. I mean, you got to get then deep just because somebody said it. And I like, got to keep looking and watching this person and, and see when they root and how they did. And if they've been doing that all their life, yeah, there's something wrong with them. But if they just did this and it's like, mm, but them groupies won't talk. They won't talk to the groupies. What's that That little famous girl they always talk about now? The, the video with, bitch, uh, Karen, yeah, Karen somebody. I know you're talking about. Whatever her name yeah. is. Why don't they go ask her? She can give them a good example of hmm. what we looking at, those kind of women we looking at. Hey, Cardi B. Hey, she, yeah, she Cardi got, B. Okay, she that's her a, name. Look, no, not her. There's another one that from years ago. She, she this uh-huh. called the video vixen because she's going uh-huh. through all the video shoots of the rappers and things like that uh-huh. and have sex with them. Yeah. And stuff like, then later on, she came out with her own video and she became quite famous for a little while. You know, uh-huh. till she just died out. <laughs> I guess uh-huh. it, you know, it went any news anymore. But yeah. Yeah. So it don't take a movie for it. If they're gonna make a if they make a movie about R. Kelly and his women, they need to go make movies about all these men that've been accused by people first before then they come to a conclusion and you make people hate them. Mm. But uh, I mean, and I ain't gonna stop playing R. Kelly music and I ain't gonna stop dancing to R. Kelly music because I like it and I'm gonna keep it up because he ain't did nothing that I think he did wrong. It's just a groupies and the women that and those women are getting paid. Uh, they told me R. Kelly had, had kidnapped some kids, some young girls, and he got raped from young girls, and they proved that he raped some of them, and they didn't go there on their own. That would be a whole different story. And ain't nobody mm-hmm. even on that road to try to get to there. They don't even mention nothing like that. They just say R. Kelly did this. He was in with, a, with a minor. But, I mean, that argument right there, Mace, can that same argument be used for Bill Cosby? I mean, yes, they were there for, they were there for, I mean, yeah, I was saying, you know, them girls came to him or they were brought to him. He didn't go yeah. out seeking them. No. You know, they house. came to his house. Yeah. yeah. And I said, what, what, what Bill Cosby and Dean Martin did together at the Bunny Ranch, uh, back in those days, they could have said the same thing. Dean Martin did the same thing, but uh, he's not here anymore. But Bill would have been in prison or, or, or dead for doing stuff like that back in the day. I'm like, you got to look at the time that Bill Cosby was doing, he was doing, supposedly. Mm hmm. And then that ugly right. man, she don't even like women. I mean, she don't like men. I'm like, well, excuse me? <laughs> I don't know what Bill did to somebody, but he got his punishment, too. That's why I say, if you take the dirty money, you're going to have to pay one day. One day? But if you if you let them keep mm. that dirty money in their pocket, and you will always be able to have your freedom and your freedom of speech to say what you want to mm. say when you say it because you, you ain't under nobody's clutches because you took some money from them. Yeah. That would happen to Mary you know, Berry, and, and that would happen to a lot of them. Well, <laughs> Mary Berry is a, is a totally different story. <laughs> but but you totally see the story, but, but. talk. You see the documentary on Mary and Berry. If you see the documentary yep. on him, and if you watched it, and then you watch what went on after that, and then he gonna fact, they gonna have to make a video of this woman in the room with him. Somebody had to send her in the room with him in order to be able to tape it. To, to hold it as hostage. 
So that's yeah. how they do things. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're oh, right. And they did. I'm They did. I'm sorry. We in the same way. <laughs> you had to start all over again. <laughs> like I say, be careful. What I you mean, do? And I mean, survive. that's the thing. They did. They did. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. the same way. Remember? Yeah, they don't learn. They ain't got. Yeah. And they don't learn. Some are set up, and See, some yeah. just do it. And it's a difference between the mm-hmm. two. The ones that do it, they do it because they can and can't. Don't think nobody can do nothing to them. And the other one, they do it to black for a black male. They're like this man. What was the ball headed man? Now they got pictures of him and trying to destroy him. I'm like, uh, technology is is, is kind of dangerous, and then sometimes it's good. If it depends on where they got the camera flowing. Find put the camera some places, and some places they can't. Well, in today's today's mm-hmm. society, they put cameras anywhere. You never know they're there. Yep. And in the bathroom, I mean, where you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they put them, and some of the, the, the you never know they're there. You look at them every day, and you never know they're there. Mhm. But this, this 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 trafficking children is another thing. It's like ain't nobody been arrested, but they say they were trafficking children and they were caught there, but. Why are we not seeing nobody making a bail to get out of jail if they know that for a fact? And then, and then, like mm-hmm. I say with the priest, ain't none of them went to jail, but they've been accused. They got, they got facts. I don't even hate the priest for well, knowing. I mean, what they did, but somebody well, needs. Well, they done admitted it. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna explain that to you. See, because number one, when you start talking about priests and, and cardinals and popes and stuff, now you're dealing with the Catholic Church, okay? Mm-hmm. Little people know the Catholic Church is a very powerful institution. It has been be. for a long time. Now, let's, let, I mean, and, and, you know, during that time, it still was. It, it still some, was. And some, of those, how, some, some, some of those some of those, kids that they messed with sued them, and they were losing a whole lot of money. Yeah. So they're not as powerful as they used yeah. to be. No, not as it used to be, no. Mm-hmm. No, no. But they still, they still wield a little uh, enough. Yeah. And apparently, so I mean, let's be honest. Apparently, it, it, they must, because you got stories coming out about nuns being, you know, mm-hmm. trafficking, having babies you know, and everything. Abused, I'm like the babies. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. So until they and put some of them people in jail, a, we don't want to hear about no R. Kelly now. They're not gonna put those folk in jail. Well, they should be. They're not. They they gonna send them off to some monastery somewhere, off in in, in the boondocks, where everybody forget about it. But you remember that? Mr. You remember That's the time the man went? You remember the kind of guy went to prison for the dog fight? What was his name? Michael Michael Vick or whatever his name was? Michael Vick for the dog. Yeah, Michael Vick. And that woman that was screaming. Yeah. And the woman that was screaming and hollering about him going to prison and he shouldn't be out of there. And she was mistreating her dog. Where's she at today? <laughs> Sitting at home with dogs. <laughs> in the home with dogs. Yeah. I mean, but she was mistreating mm. my animals. And they ain't do nothing to her. Mm. So the Me Too need to sit down somewhere and be quiet. And I'm, oh. I'm, I'm not going to be no Me Too. I'm going to say, I said it. <laughs> but they're not asking the right people. <laughs> they get, they're asking these, these, these brainless people, and they just just flying off the hook. Like, well, it happened to her, and we should punish this one because of this. Like, sit down somewhere. Just go in the chair and sit down and be quiet. You need to be enlightened. Mm. Let's take the camera and follow the groupies and see how they how they how they work. Just in case if they listen, which they do sometimes, 
try it, and you will find the end of the end of the rainbow that some of this mess be looking at. Mm-hmm. The end of the rainbow. Yep, and that'll be the end of it. Not that kind of rainbow, but I'm saying the rainbow of of, 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 of the groupies. I understand what you're saying. But I hope she, in this one, that's, that's messing with the man over in Virginia, she's going to get her too. Because she was in the line and yeah. she was sending that chair talking. And whoever paying her need to go uh-huh. to jail too. Well, it, uh, I'm sure they're going to be there too. Well, I wish them luck in trying to find that. It's very simple to do because I think somebody's going to tell it. You think so? Once once that a football player did, is that the same one said the football player raped her and then he raped her? I'm like, your stories ain't there. And then she named the football player. Yeah. So she yeah. was she a popular girl in the school or did she do that with more? I mean, they just need to find out well, all, all the people she was hanging with and doing stuff with. And she might have yeah, a name for herself right there. Yeah, I think the football player ended up having uh, having to place a restraining order on her. <laughs> If I'm not uh-huh. mistaken, the second one. Yeah. yeah. She had a couple of restraining orders placed against her. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah her oh, that's why she got quiet. Shot. Yeah. You know, so it basically is, is, you know, basically what it's going to come down to his word against the other lady's word, you know, just like um, the Kavanaugh situation. You know, her word against his word. And as long yeah. as he don't say, yeah, I did it, it's going to remain that way. No, as long as he don't resign and he don't do what they want him to do, because that's what they're trying to exactly. push him to do. And look, yeah. and Joe, yeah. did you watch the Oscars last night? No. I'm so sick of this Lady Gaga. I ain't watch it either, but they're going to make they gonna make you fall in love with Lady Gaga. And that man, uh, whoever he is, that they made the movie together. I'm like, is this the only thing that they saw last night? Uh, did they got to bring to all day that you got to look at? And then the one man that was dressed in a, the one man that was dressed in a tuxedo dress. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that one, Mister Talk? I'm so glad they didn't make a big. Yeah, that's why I saw it. I'm glad they didn't make a big big deal. And I guess he's sitting in the corner crying somewhere, him and his boyfriend, because they didn't know. Him. But, well, <laughs> they you know, say, and Spike Lee. There, there was there's a there's show. There was a show on called Pose, P O S E, and it was about mm-hmm. you know the. the Drag queen community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a star. He was a star on that. He used to come on TBS or TNT, something like that. And he was a okay. star on that. So that's mm-hmm. that's where he came from. You know. Oh, okay. But I ain't yeah, know. Yeah, but I'm like. But to show up, to show up in that right there, I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> you know. But he thought you know, he was gonna be the. When I first saw it on my news feed, I thought it was, okay, somebody had a joke. Okay, they're trying to prove a point. But then mm-hmm. when I read it and seen who it was, I was like, oh, no, that ain't no joke. You know, he's mm-hmm. just, hey, just doing what he do, I guess. I guess he thought he was going to be the talk of the day, but nobody even mentioned him unless he saw it on the TV. Well, he is. In the, in, in their community, he probably is. Well, yeah, I'm so, saying, like, like they talk about Lady Gaga and the man on where they did the song and – and they is his girlfriend sitting back looking and all of putting all kind of stuff in into to <laughs> the, <laughs> that wasn't even there. <laughs> uh, <whatever. laughs> it's like the madness they go through. <laughs> <laughs> 
with this reality I, I, TV. I'll be honest. I have to be honest. I, I stopped watching them shows because, you know, those yeah, I don't, shows I don't watch sort of political crap now then, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Siley's so happy yeah. that he got a he he got an award for some black Klansman. Yeah. I'm like I don't watch like Lee movie because I can't take I mean he's a producer and all that he don't need to be in his movies. Every movie he do he got to be in it. <laughs> well Walking I mean, on that's talking. no more than than, than um who? Tarantino. He he appears in all his movies. Uh, Stan Lee, when he was alive, he used to appear in all his movies. So I mean, yeah, it's just but Hitchcock that they too. Do. But yeah. I'm when, just but when you take, when you look at Spike Lee, Spike Lee is not bringing nobody along with him like a big cast or a whole group or group of people where they being off and become famous. Because ain't nobody famous in the movie for him. <laughs> it's not like you know they end up with their own TV shows or they own their own movie or something like that. He's not carrying no no nothing like that. He just stopped playing with Spike Lee. Well, you know, Mays, I understand what you're saying, but you have to also understand the budget that they probably working with. Uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> budget don't allow them to have no big PC and things in there. You know, I've been saying, um, still, uh, I mean, you know, I'll say Spike Lee. "Quote unquote, eight list anymore." So you know he still may not get a, a large budget. Oh, he had to get you know the dirty I mean? money, so he get he got the Oscar, so they gave him some dirty money too, so he can. <laughs> right. I'm like, if you like that, you should be able to spread what you have. You do it, and the group that you have coming along with you, they should be gonna move to something different. But you still in the spotlight now. You got your children and your wife in the movies with you, but you ain't having nobody else go nowhere. You just get him in the I mean, he had Samuel Jackson. He had uh-huh. Jackson in a couple of his movies back in the day. Well, Samuel was already Samuel was already famous, so he did Samuel uh, so he no, could have no, people to watch. There. No, Samuel back in the day, Samuel was doing a lot of you know uh, what what they call it background scenes or whatever. But he yeah, he was doing background scenes. If you didn't know, but I'm saying yeah, if you want to look at it now, you'll recognize him. But before the end, you wouldn't recognize like in Coming to America. He was holding up the McDonald's. Nobody realized that was Samuel Jackson back then. You've seen him in movies and stuff. It's like, it's like, yeah. But I'm saying just yeah. the, just the reality, reality TV. You got to take the reality to it, and you got to look at it for what it's worth. And some of it not even worth watching. Make you want to slam your TV out the window. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't watch it. I don't. Huh? Uh, well, I don't watch I don't, no shows. I don't, I don't, I, you is. Like, but you, you I know, know tonight too. they have. Uh, I know tonight on A and E they got um, biography on the Trump dynasty. Mm, oh. You know. From, yeah, from the you know, and I watched the documentary on it before. I wonder is this the same one I watched before? Mm-hmm. I may watch it out on. You know, because I learned a lot watching the documentary. I don't know if I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. this because it may be the same one. But you know, it kind of helps you understand. You know, the man behind the narcissism. <laughs> and who he is and why he's the way he is because uh-huh. okay but anyway yeah you know but okay. as far as watching you know those award shows but you don't have to, I'll watch this but now you don't have to watch because you can be watching the evening news and here they come with the same thing you everybody else watching that night but they got to bring part to the news and then you got these news readers 
Not the people giving news, they just been reading news about something they don't even have a clue about. You know, real news don't get seen anymore or heard. Well, yes, it does. But you know what you have to listen to? You have to listen to the foreign news. You can't listen to oh yes news here yes, in the states. Right. You have to listen to the mm-hmm. foreign news. Yep. You know, channels like here. um yeah, you know, you about RT China. You know those news. You know, and you you get put the pieces together that way. If you just look mm-hmm. at the news here in the United States, yeah, you you never get the true picture of what's going on because it's it's slanted. It's propaganda. And it's newsreaders. You know, they don't want to be famous. Everybody trying to be famous. But it's nothing but propaganda. Huh? Yeah. And everybody want to be famous. The newsman, the newsreader want to be famous and don't have a clue of what he's talking about just in that talking. Well, I mean, they're told what to say and what not to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Yep. So, yeah. So, with that, I guess. Huh? So, with that, I gave my portion of what I think about what y'all having a conversation about today. And y'all have a good one. And I'll continue okay. listening. Well, before you go. Before you go, I'm gonna bring something else here real quick. I mentioned it earlier in the show, but I wanna make sure I wanna ask Joe about this. I don't know if he heard about it. Joe. Joe, I know you're there. Yeah. I can hear uh-huh. you. Wake up. Okay. Hey, there's a petition going around. Seven thousand people uh-huh. signed a petition saying they wanna sell Montana to Canada to help pay for um some of the debt, the, the national debt. What you think about that? They said they want to sell Montana to Canada for $1 trillion. So they can uh, pay, you know, make a debt, pay into the uh, national debt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they've got petitions, too, about um, uh, either selling California or uh, making it a state and dumping it in the sea. So these petitions don't mean anything. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna sell. Uh, they go, they're gonna sell Montana. Then they're gonna sell San Antonio back to Mexico. They give up the Alamo. Look, look, why you playing? That was somebody said, can Texas be sold too? Yeah. <laughs> there's the money in it, sure. Montana, the price is right. Somebody said, look, somebody mm. said Montana would make a beautiful addition to Canada. Let Michigan be next. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, all these really anybody, anybody can sign in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought that was quite funny. I'm like, wow. You know, mm. good Lord. And for only a trillion dollars, Joe, that's all just a trillion dollars. That's all we're worth. The national huh? debt is, yeah. The national debt is like a 22, that million, right. 22 trillion or something like that. Yeah. And they only want to sell it for a trillion? Just for a trillion. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> But most of these people are mad about their tax. They are mad about their taxes. That they're not getting no you know refund or just a little bit of. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I, we tried to tell them that on your show. Tried to, look, we tried to tell them that when they first came out with that nonsense. But, but no. Well, see, you know what? You know what? You know what they did, Mays, and people don't realize it. They messed around and they changed. Um, they changed their code on the checks. You know, listening to the so-called experts, where if you want money in your check now, you change it from one to zero or something like that, where you get money in your check now, you know, per payday. But what they fail to tell them is when it comes time for income tax, you're going to owe more money because you get paid. They raised that, right then. The raise they were supposed to be huh? getting, 
the raise that they were supposed yeah. to be getting, if they didn't change their deductibles mm-hmm. and stuff, they didn't want to get no raise. Right. If they would have changed it, they wouldn't have got the raise in the right. first place because they ain't never got no raise. Right. And now they to the right. point they really they just they just mad. I mean, they the ones that got to pay anytime, back. Anytime, politi- <laughs> anytime politicians start talking about tax cuts and stuff like that, you have to realize it's not for the regular Joe Smoke. It's not. Uh-uh. It has nothing to do with you. It's about the corporations and the and the big money people. That that need the tax breaks to do they you know business or whatever. That's what it's for. And, and they know how to mingle them all around and keep them paying taxes. That's what they know how to do. And the little people yeah. that were screaming and hollering about, I got a tax break. I got more money in my pocket. Those are the ones that's upset the man. And where's the yucky at? Because he was one of the ones that said it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he probably well, sitting in the corner somewhere shaking and nervous now. He don't have a conversation no more. <laughs> Oh, it's it's funny. Is it like us? Hey, you know, it's, it's, you know, one of those things you learn, and hopefully you figure it out before it's too late. And a lot of them, they figure it out before it's too late. Now, the question is, will that affect the 20, will that really affect the 2020 election? Probably not. They'll forget about it. it. Huh? But it was only for two years. They told them two years, they're going to get for life. And y'all going to get two years, and y'all think y'all got something great. And y'all want to push that and tell everybody else about it. You should have stopped it right where it started. Like, we got to see. Because <laughs> you were going to pay for that. I mean, and like I say, what you going to see what's going to happen in the end. I mean, you know, 45 still ain't released no tax returns, so. No. And then, you know, Mr. Mr. Carsell is on the side of the road, sell them cheap cars to people when they get their income tax. He ain't making no money either, so yep. that means he upset too. <laughs> That's right. He showed not. <laughs> I know the ones he's talking about, too. Bring us your W-2, and then we use that as your down payment. Yeah. He's not making it either. But he's still selling them lemons, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, but anyway, that's that's funny. <laughs> but let me go, Mr. Talk, and y'all have a good day. You too, Joe. I don't have no last words. Take it easy, man. All right. Thanks, man. Okay. See you next week. See you Friday, hopefully. Uh, what is it? Friday, hopefully, yeah. Yeah. Yes, and Monday. Yeah, hopefully Friday. Hopefully I won't have no important stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that's where we are, Joe, with, with, with our great, great society. You know. Hmm. Here's one last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh Hate groups has hit a 20-year high amid the rise in white supremacy. And they're concerned about the dwindling white power. Caucasians will lose their majority by 2044. However, the Ku Klux Klan appears to be in decline, and black nationalist groups have picked up steam. Yeah, and American Freedom Party core European-American population is being overwhelmed by tens of millions of legal and illegal immigrants. So that's how these people feel now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sound like they're being fed more than anything. Don't you agree? Sounds like I don't know what? about that, but hold on. Mm. So somebody's feeding into all that hate oh. and, and yeah. dislike. Yeah, and I still say it depends on where you live at, but hold on. Somebody else want to come in. Let's see. All right, Ms. All right. Right. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Who do we have here? Oh, it's this lady. Hello. 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 
Hello, Hello Miss Lady. Hello. What do you have for Hello, hello. What you got for me? You talked about the different um, uh, people throwing in the hats in the ring. They're going to run for president or try to. Uh huh. You have? Okay. No, we no haven't. I haven't. But you go ahead and break it up, though. Well, there's just so many. <laughs> I can't keep up um, at all. But I'm very pro-reparations for uh, black American descendant of slaves. So whoever Uh is speaking about that, that's who I'm interested in. And so far, there's only one person, and that's Marianne uh, Williamson, who um, is serious, who has talked about it. And agrees absolutely that it's um, it's absolutely uh, necessary and it's the right thing to do. So um, she's never run for political office, but I guess I guess you don't have to have been even on the city council anymore to run for president. Well, no. Are you talking about Marianne Williamson, the author? The metaphysician. Okay. Evolve attraction. She was Oprah's spiritual advisor at one time. I don't know if she still is. Okay. And I, okay. I mm-hmm. Have you heard of mm. uh, uh, Tone Talks on YouTube? Tone Talks? He's an African. Uh-huh. He's, he's interesting. And Yvette Carnell. They, Yvette has been really political and um um, I think she majored in political science. She used to be on television a lot, and she's um, she's very knowledgeable politically. And uh, Anthony, I think it's Anthony. I'm not, I can't remember his last name, but he's an attorney in Los Angeles, and um, he uh, interviewed quite a few people. On he has a he comes on YouTube a couple of times a week. One is Sandy Garrity, who's a top economist. And I forget which uh, university he teaches at, but uh, he has a Ph.D. in, in uh, I think, in economics. And he breaks everything down until they talk about reparations and what's actually trillions that would be needed. Um, it was quite interesting um, because Marianne Williamson was interviewed by him a couple of days ago. So if you can find it on YouTube and listen, it's quite interesting. Okay, but what is her plan for reparations as far as distributing reparations? Well, it's the beginning of the conversation. I mean, you know, that's what she was asking him, and uh, they, they're going to further the conversation. I mean, but it's, I mean, it's the, she's the only one talking about it, which is interesting. Out of all of, you know, the number of people throwing their hat in the ring, she's the mm-hmm. only one. She's a Caucasian woman, mm-hmm. and... And a very spiritual metaphysician, and so she's she's the only one. Everybody else says no. Bernie Sanders said no. Um, Elizabeth Warren said no. Unless Indians can be brought in too, there could be a conversation. But they've already haven't they gotten reparations and casinos? I don't know. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll just, no, I wouldn't consider 
But black people have gotten zero, and all uh, the other groups have benefited off of off of um, the civil rights that um, black people spearheaded from the fifties, sixties, and seventies. And okay, so that's true. I've, uh-huh. Everybody, every all the other groups have benefited. And it actually, you know, <laughs> black people really have not. So I, not in the way that they should have. And so um, I, I, I just encourage you just to listen to her. Um, she, when she did a, um, a conference and she threw her hand in the ring and she brought it up, there was no hesitation. There was no, and she sounds very clear about what she believes and thinks is right to do. And um, she also was interviewed by Anthony, I can't think of his last name, but it's Tone Talks on YouTube, YouTube, T-O-N-E Talks. And Yvette Carnell, C-A-R-N-E-L-L. Okay. I'll check it out. See what it comes about. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Miss Lady. That's all you got for me? Um, right now, yeah, because I've been busy working. I haven't really been listening. So I just turned, you know, I had you off, oh. but I had to. You take the speakerphone off because I was busy doing work and stuff. Oh, okay. I understand. All right. Well, thank okay. you for calling in. Okay. Have a good one. All right. Oh. All right, Joe. Well, that just leaves me and you. Yep. And we got about a minute something left, so give me some last words. Well, you know, as always, everybody be safe. Um, everybody come back. Um, Friday. Yeah, Friday. And everybody engage in conversation so that helps. Hopefully, people will wake up even more. Um, yeah. Uh, I just wish people would wake up more. There's one. There's a difference between knowing that there's a um, a crisis or that there are negative happenings in America, and a difference between that and knowing what to do about it. Mm. Very true statement, Joe. Very true statement. Do you know right, you're the it? only you're the closest oh. one to what I would think would be a solution because you don't want people to vote for a Democrat or Republican simply because there's a D or an R by their name. You want people to vote for individuals uh, based upon their uh, their merit, and I'm the same right. way. But people don't talk about that. They talk about how corrupt the system is, uh, the state of affairs in America today, but their solutions are always either voting Democrat or Republican. And I keep saying that's not a solution because the Democrats and the Republicans are the same ones who brought us to this particular point of right. near the precipice. So, yeah. Right. But, you know. Agree. Agree, yeah. Joe. Maybe if we keep talking about it enough, but some people, somebody will catch on and understand. That makes a little bit more sense than you know yeah, using the same old so. over again, expecting a, a change. <laughs> I know. You know. 
Yeah. But it's you amazing, see, you see what happens when you get those in there that won't change. They fight them tooth and nail. So we'll see. We keep we keep plugging though. I hope so. <laughs> well, that's it for me. That's all right. my last words. <laughs> all right. Thank you, sir. And thank you, as always, for hanging out with me today. Sure. See you Friday. Uh, hopefully. Anyway. All right. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. I'll, as of right now, I'll be here Friday. Okay, good. Uh, no, I can't take no more emergencies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, all right, y'all. What a, what a great show. You know, I love shows like that where it's just a conversation. You know, there's no yelling, no screaming, just ideas being passed forth, comments, opinions, and, and you, you learn that way. That's that's one of the best ways to learn. Uh, hopefully, P will be back with us Friday. She's feeling better. Uh, we'll check on her and see. Uh, but if not, I, my plan is to be here Friday, and we'll do it all over again. All right? So, uh, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, give with open heart. Make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right, until Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Thoughtface. See ya! And I don't want to be ya because I ain't doing no music today. So, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.